0: what's up everybody welcome to another episode of the two worlds podcast i'm jake and with me as always is the michael to my con gorilla
1: it's casey what's up buddy not much man what's up with you
0: just another beautiful monday
1: right on did you have your lasagna to get rid of your case of the mondays i didn't i had pork chops oh okay (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, uh, how was your week? Oh, it's not too bad. I went to Indy for Saturday for the uh All Monsters Attack, Days of the Dead thing. And that was pretty neat, but boy, it's only worth one day. Like, cause it's it, by about like the hour mark, I'm like, I'm ready for my pictures and ready to leave because there is not much going on. <laughs> An hour dang. Cause it's I mean, it's like I wasn't gonna go to the panels because it's i wasn't really interested in that i mean i'm sure because so, like, they're going to have panels with some of the actors and stuff and i'll probably talk more about this at our youtube break and how i'm you know my complaints and whatnot but the uh at you know the, i'm like i'm not really i don't really want to i didn't look over the panel stuff i'm not that interested in you know that stuff and then like everything else was like in a like a room that would have been probably like one percent the size of like c2e2's artist alley like oh you know it'd probably be about like three quarters the size of our high school gym okay. would be the would be the room that had all the artists the all the vendors and all of the celebrities oh no and so it's like there's not a lot to do you know like you see the stuff you're like oh wow here's all of the overpriced stuff okay cool Cool. Okay, I've made a loop ten loops now. Cool,
0: <laughs> but I imagine your uh, your photo ops were designated
1: times, right? Yeah, and that's another thing. It was like if I had known that if I could, just, you just get your autograph. They just take photos when you get your autograph because it doesn't say that on the day. This is the Days of Dead website it's not very well organized and so if i had known that i wouldn't have paid for the photo ops i would have got more autographs from these other people that i wanted to see but i was like i have to i have to do this just right so i don't run out of money and so i didn't get like kiru's suit guy or Mogiro's uh, suit guy i didn't get to get those ones or mecha godzilla's suit guy because i was like i gotta get my godzilla's and my Ultraman. right and you know and so then i'm like oh that's too bad <laughs>
0: Well, um, I'm looking forward to, to hearing more about that on the break because I
1: it it looked from the pictures like it what you made it look like it was a better time than it was. I mean it's <laughs> it's one of those things where it's like meeting those suit actors, I do it again because like even though they they spoke about like they spoke more English than I spoke Japanese, still wasn't a lot clearly, but they're like the dude that was the GMK one was like super high energy and you can tell from like my new profile picture on instagram super high energy super likable and like the guy that was ultraman he showed me like how to do the you know this and like it was like oh you have to move like he'd get like right in front of me and he like posed to me <laughs> before it ever started and stuff like and that, that stuff it's like super cool yeah. but it was just the the con itself is pretty sad right
0: right on well hey let's get into our news
1: and you've got a couple more than me, so I'll let you start us off. Oh okay, man! So this is the first thing that I saw. Like, because like when I saw this, I was like, "This is not." There's not a lot of news out yet, so I'm just gonna put this. so I have something to talk about. Some news broke that Kim Kardashian, Jake's favorite person on planet Earth, I think. I don't know. I don't know Jake very well, but uh, <laughs> she wants to join the MCU. Okay. Well, like,
0: I I do I just want to clarify. Not a not a big Kardashian fan.
1: Oh, really? <laughs>
0: <laughs> um Yeah, I don't I mean it's just when when she says that, I imagine that it's something along the lines of the uh and this is light spoilers for uh this last week She Hulk, Megan the Stallion was in the episode. And I imagine that it would be something sort of like Megan the Stallion.
1: Yeah, not like that
0: ha- Kim Kardashian would be like, you know, a known character.
1: Yeah, the the one thing though that's that's <laughs> like at least with uh Megan the Stallion, she's like from stuff that I've seen, she's at least like a nerd because like she's at least yeah she likes Sailor Moon a whole lot and like she likes this crap more. Like Kim Kardashian just seems like this is what's popular right now and that's what i want to do and that's you know like she doesn't seem like she has a genuine bone in her body so it's you know <laughs> not not the best not yeah. not not my favorite thing <laughs> dude i hear
0: i don't i have no idea why we're talking about more about the kardashians now but <laughs> well we're trying I, to keep up with them i know right we are I had no idea, and I don't even know why it came up the other day. Maybe it was because of uh, of this, but um, I didn't realize that she was like forty one or forty
1: two years old. Well, parts of her are (laughs) right, right. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, no, I didn't know she was that old either. Yeah, but it makes sense because we're like we're both thirty one, and she's uh, you know always been a good bit older than us. True, true anyway
0: um so i we i didn't talk about it last week because we had drew on and i wanted to make it more about him but we're now three episodes out on uh rings of power
1: and i just wanted to comment about it i want to hear your opinion on it because i've heard stuff on twitter i'm going to bring up a tweet here in a bit too
0: twitter is awful i know <laughs> <laughs> um i like it good i like it you know there are there are things that they change because they have to change and i i want
1: i'll let you read the tweet because maybe what i'm about to say has something to do with what it doesn't it it more than likely doesn't i don't think yours is gonna be about um the women dwarves, so i think it's good
0: i mean it, it kind of is so go ahead okay
1: well someone because like everyone's complaining because there's like black elves and black people in there and people are mad about that because it's like oh how can you have fantasy and black people but someone was like you know i don't care it's like if you're a real tolkien fan the thing that's gonna really make you mad is that these dwarf women don't have big thick beards <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, that that's great um so yeah anything on twitter and then some of my super annoying and you know i hate to throw around the word bigot because i think it's used very loosely nowadays but truly bigoted customers have complained about the you know just inclusivity of uh of the show which is just hilarious to me because mm-hmm. it's like oh, really? You're all huge fucking Silmarillion fans all of a sudden? Like, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> it's like, fucking quote, quote any piece of that book for me if you're such a huge fan. Uh, and they won't because reading that is like reading a college, you know, textbook. Nobody likes to do it. Yeah. Um, but anyway, just seeing all that stuff, like like one of the big things people complain about, and this is going to be mild spoilers, so I mean, I'm I'm not going to try to give away anything too big. But <clears throat> Galadriel is one of the main characters, and uh, you know who that is, right? From the movies, Kate Blanchett. Uh oh, she's the the elf queen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I gotcha. So a younger version of her is in the show, and. In the Silmarillion, see this, this takes place during the Second Age. She wasn't doing too much. She was kind of just sitting around in another part of the world. Who would want to watch this show if it's just about Galadriel sitting around in an elf, you know, kingdom mm-hmm. doing nothing? Nobody would. So why are they complaining that they? made her like a pretty badass like warrior elf who's like going around fighting orcs and trying to hunt down Morgoth like I don't understand the complaint it's like if you want it to be accurate the show would suck yeah <laughs> you know what I mean like I understand changing up big things but that, that's something that you should be okay with mm-hmm. you can't do this story without her but you can't do her Silmarillion story. Um, and then you know, having the Hobbits in there, like I realized that Hobbits weren't really in the second age at all, but gotta, I don't <laughs> gotta rope in the casuals a little bit, right? And yeah. so if there's some hobbits in there, who cares? I just like whatever. I you know if you want to if you want to find stuff to complain about that's fine but I just I just don't I just don't think it's warranted
1: okay I have a I have a this is like nothing to do with that but just a question so I've heard complaints about the new Thor movie with the helmets because they just did CG helmets is this real helmets or is it CG helmets I think they're real okay because yeah that's like because i was hearing like complaints about the thorny where it's like you can tell that they're cg helmets at times where it just doesn't fit properly it looks kind of odd and i was like that's one of the things that made the lord of the rings movie so cool is like how stuff looked you know so i was like right yeah does that so, aesthetic kind of stick around
0: i think yeah i think it does um like one thing i was worried about was that the orcs would look like they'd did in the hobbit movies where it's just not good like azog the main bad guy in the hobbit movies looks terrible and speaking of that i saw the scrapped practical effects version of him this week looked amazing like genuinely like a scary orc i don't understand why they threw it out but anyway it doesn't look like that they they look like orcs from the the lord of the rings films so and the armor's cool the one thing i will say is like not enough of the characters just have that classic you know fantasy long hair like yeah. a lot of them just kind of have sort of modern haircuts and it's like yeah i don't know about that I but gotcha. you know whatever it's fantasy but i like it i don't think the hate is warranted you just you just got to let some of these things play out and see how it plays out.
1: So but here's the thing. People on YouTube love to do those things where they're like the woke, whatever, you know, like me and Brie talked about that this weekend because bless her heart. She's barely on Twitter and we got on the subject of the new little mermaid and how the new little mermaid's black. I'm like, a lot of people are mad about that. She's like, Why? I'm like, bless your soul. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I saw a really, I saw a really funny tweet. Um, I'll try to find it. Keep, uh, keep talking though for a yeah. second
1: while I look it up. So it was just, it was just funny because I'm like, you're clearly not on Twitter because people like it'll be like grown ass adults. It'll be like, oh man, I was all about this Little Mermaid movie until they cast a black girl to be the mermaid. Now I'm not gonna see it at all because, <sighs> that's not my little mermaid.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I know. Right. And I I can't find it, but it was something along those lines. It's like, I think it's hilarious. How many like grown ass men were real excited for the
1: new little mermaid until, you know, she was black. So the one casting thing though, with that, like I've seen people say this, like the guy that's going to be Sebastian, he needs to have his Jamaican accent, but I'll, I'll also say Javier Bardem. I wouldn't have cast him as the king for sure. Cause I think it should have been someone that could have hammed it up a little bit better than him. You know, <laughs> like Javier right. Bardem can just do scary intense. And I don't think you want that for a Disney movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you don't. He, he,
0: he can only play scary old man in my opinion.
1: Yeah, so i mean like it, i could we could be wrong. He might kill it, but at the same time he might kill her. It's going to be <laughs> hard to say. Yeah. <laughs> That's
0: funny. Uh, uh yeah, i guess that i was like wait, wait, why did we even talk about
1: that? But so rate rate the first three episodes out of 10 for you. Like give me a give me a strong rating for these. And does it live up to the the hype that you had for it going in? Um, you know, I I want to say like
0: overall probably like an eight, right on. Um, as far as living up to expectations, I in the best way possible am just whelmed. I gotcha
1: yeah i I was i was worried about that for you because i knew you were super hyped so i was like there's a good chance he might end up being disappointed
0: yeah i mean and i still could be by the end of it but right now i'm like i'm liking where things are going
1: right on so did you see the new black adam trailer no i didn't it looks fine i'm just like some people are like really feeling it and good for them but for me it's still just like oh yeah why is rock trying so hard to be serious like he i just he's just the rock it's still like the rock trying not to be you know super goofy but he still just comes off as dwayne johnson you know it's like it doesn't it doesn't do anything for me yet so i don't know i was talking
0: to somebody else this week and and they were like you know i think i think this movie's gonna flop i don't think anyone's gonna go see it i'm like okay whether or not you think the movie's gonna be good the rock is in it people are gonna
1: go see it yeah he's the
0: highest billed actor in hollywood people are gonna go
1: see it i think that one of his only movies that technically that was considered a failure was that uh rampage movie right i think that might be like his and I, i still think it made its money back but yeah it's a it's a comic book movie with the rock in it it's gonna make good bit of money
0: absolutely and like he he's hyping it up which i'm glad he is like he should believe in what he's making so yeah you know if it if it's not
1: great well that sucks you know what i mean but like and there's something interesting too. like people that are like that like breakdown trailers pointed out there's a part with viola davis in the trailer and in the corner it has the thing with justice like talks about the justice league also, and that wasn't in earlier shoots. They've re added that in. So, like, that whole thought is oh, with the new Warner Brothers Discovery merger stuff, they're like, it's and like, you know, with Hamada out and the other people out, they're getting the other people, the other actors back in. So now they're like, well, we can incorporate the Justice League again because, you know, affleck's back for sure, Cavill. You know, a lot of rumors are saying he is back too, so it's like that might be part of it, which would be you know pretty rad.
0: Yeah, I agree. I uh, I I will go see it. I want to. I want more live action DC stuff, so I'm gonna go support this stuff. Um, but again, it's silly to say that that no one's gonna go see it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I mean, the way I could see it being a failure. I'm going to say this is it might not break a billion dollars. And I think that might be what they're hoping for a billion. You said, yeah, Mm. worldwide, you know, right. I don't
0: know. Cause I mean, is it one of those things where, you know, some actors just like
1: kill overseas. I wonder if, if it's like that for the rock. I think he does everywhere. I'm not like, it's one of those things with him. It's just kind of like, oh yeah, the, the rock is a, you know, worldwide beloved star type of thing you know yeah so the the big thing is gonna be the chinese market if they can appeal to that which it's like i've none of the trailers have shown him like flying over the great wall of china or anything so i don't know if that's gonna work out (laughs) (laughs) right
0: well speaking of dc we got news this week that dan Lin is not going to be the kevin feige of dc
1: yeah, you beat me to that one. I saw that. I was about to put in those. Like, ah, you got me. <laughs> I
0: know that that's that. It's been like your thing. So I almost didn't put it in there. But I was like, <laughs> well, what if he doesn't see that? So yeah. um, I guess he went he signed on to like do something else or head up something else. So um, the search continues.
1: Yeah. And but I think they're in the right wheelhouse. Like I was talking about before, like trying to get a guy like that and not a creative type like we've talked before being like oh, I'd be really cool if Mark Wade was the head of this but like honestly it wouldn't because it's like you don't need a creative vo- you need a voice that knows how to make monies and put the right people in the right roles versus just being like ah Bruce Tim would be the one to do it you know it's <laughs> like yeah yeah that'd be cool but it's like I think if they wanted to get anyone from the animated verse, it was like the lady that actually did the castings would be probably like the ideal one because, like, yeah, she had the mind behind you know to, to bring in like the right people for that. Yeah, I think that's what you need more than anything. But, um, all right, so on some other, you know, surprising news, Paper Girls was not renewed for a second season, which is a real letdown because I liked it. I uh, I guess I'm part
0: of the problem. I haven't seen it yet. So. Yeah.
1: They're like, oh, we've been watching Jake Dilly's Amazon Prime account. And he has, it's just been staying in his want to watch queue and it hasn't <laughs> moved out of there yet. So, gonna cancel that. <laughs>
0: Dude, I, I like, if it weren't for Rings of Power, I'm struggling to to think of what the last thing I watched on Amazon was
1: the boys did you've watched any of that right not the current or the latest season yeah but so I'm just the, assuming, the one I'm, before that yeah. yeah i'm just i'm assuming that must have been it yeah because it's like they have the boys and then in the the rings and that's that's oh i watched like the original italian job because it was oh. on there once so like there
0: you go it's the yeah. boys rings of power and the italian job with michael Caine. <laughs>
1: <laughs> did you ever play that game for the original italian job no dude it was on playstation one and i got it and it's like i can never get past the first level because like you have to drive like when you're leaving wherever you have to just drive like a normal person to get to where you need to go and if you like speed even a little bit the cops chase you down and like you're just done
0: (laughs) (laughs) man no i didn't know i didn't even know that the original was was one of them yeah based on the 1969
1: film that's crazy yeah did Michael Caine do the voice I don't think so yeah. I mean he I mean, might have because like <laughs> that was like around the time when like Michael Caine like pre the Dark Knight trilogy where it's like he didn't have a lot going on <laughs> so he <Yeah>. might have <laughs> it's Like he's living off that uh sweet sweet you know Muppets Christmas Carol money and he's just like I need to need to do something <laughs> That movie is one of my all-time favorites. <laughs> it's one of the best Christmas movies. I'll give it that for yes. sure. Okay. Um, oh, this was interesting. Marvel announced a brand-new game from Skydance. New media. It's going to be set in World War II, and you play as Captain America and Black Panther. They it said it's going to play like Uncharted. It should be pretty neat. I mean, getting to beat up a bunch of, you know, Hydra Nazis. They probably won't call them Nazis, even though it's World War II but they will be beating up a bunch of those as black panther as it would be t'challa's grandpa and captain america yeah i think that could be really cool i hope I that think works out the one thing i hope it's like i hope it's not just like you can also get to play as like human torch and union jack and like all these other guys too i mean all the invaders even, yeah that'd be so cool and like since it's, it wouldn't be really fair getting namer at the beginning like if you beat it you get to play his name or <laughs> you know the second time through New game plus with namer yeah <laughs> yeah that'd be cool i hope that works out because
0: i don't know i feel like a lot of the times a video game adaptation or a comic book video game will just like bomb you know
1: yeah i mean this one it's so easy if they want to just Copy what they have done very well with the Ultimate Alliance one and two, and just do that style, be pretty great. Or even like copy the same, like if they're trying to do Uncharted style, just I mean, that's that's pretty simple stuff, you know, do it just like Batman Arkham City, but with a shield, yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, no, I totally agree.
0: Um, okay, so diamond had a whoopsie daisy this week where uh they had a a bit of a security breach uh, a ransomware attack and i guess a bunch of social security numbers got leaked so that's fun just just when you think diamond can't hurt anymore yeah (laughs) they, they find a way um i guess back in the day uh Cause it wasn't like this one when Mike and I signed up for an account, but I guess back then you had to give like your social security number, like your individual information rather than your company's information. Yeah. So um, I guess a lot of that, like those older accounts is what got
1: leaked. So I gotcha.
0: I really hope that, uh, that nobody gets hurt from that because uh, mm-hmm. diamond is a joke. But I I haven't really heard anything since that story broke. So,
1: yeah. All right. So Ezra Bridger will be in the Ahsoka series and he will be played by a man I think the way it sounded, it sounded like this was this guy's like first major role. But you've not watched Rebels, correct? Or have you?
0: I've watched two seasons of Rebels. Oh, okay.
1: So are you excited to see Ezra kind of show back up?
0: absolutely and i also i'm like okay
1: i really need to sit down and finish rebels
0: (laughs) because
1: i love i
0: love what i've seen it's Um, it's
1: it's one of those shows a lot like clone wars and even the original avatar where it's like when it starts off i'm like boy this is a little kitty like avatar was perfect because i was the right age and then like you kind of grow with them and but like I remember with Clone Wars, I was like kind of aged out of it whenever it was on. But I guess it get that gets amazing. And same with you know Rebels, where I'm like I'm a little too old for this. I'm not that interested. But then I guess it gets amazing. <laughs> yeah, you're you're really you're really not too old. It's very very good. Um, yeah, like I said, like the first season when it was on at like terrible times it did on Disney because it was like oh, Toon Disney Disney's like oh, we're doing a marathon where you can watch the only five episodes we have over and over again (laughs) like man toon disney was terrible about that like they did the same crap with gravity falls where it's like boy we only have eight episodes of this but we're gonna air it a lot (laughs) like well when's the next season (laughs) boy we don't know (laughs) yeah no i feel you hopefully
0: I don't even remember. Is that um this week or this week? This year,
1: do you know? Or is Ahsoka like early? I think next it's year? probably next year. I don't know for sure though. Because I think okay. I don't think they try to do like too many Star Wars TV shows at a time. It's like maybe one or two a year. Right. So well, that is I,
0: exciting. I I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing
1: him live action. Yeah.
0: Okay. So uh and in this week's issue of Flashpoint beyond the Joker got an official name
1: I love I love how it's like anything Jeff Johns related with the you know Batman like you know Joker and stuff he's like you know what there's three of them and you know what else also I'm naming them and everyone's like no please don't and he's like I'm going to do it
0: yeah so I'm going to say the name right now. So if you don't want to hear it, hit that little skip button. They named him Jack White. Which. Like whatever they named him. We're not okay with it, right? Because we Mm -hmm. he shouldn't he shouldn't have been given a name. I hate I hate when they do this stuff same thing with Wolverine man you you take away the mystery and he's, he's not as cool anymore at least in my opinion
1: Wolverine's like I've not read Origins 1 I read parts of Origins 2 I think I might have read all of that but it's like at least that seemed like it was more of like a fleshed out well thought out idea where it's like oh yeah this is what it is blah 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 it seems like 90% of the time with the Joker stuff it's like it's Alan Moore's well thought out plan where it's also him being very vague about it him being like this might not be real you know because Joker's crazy or it's Jeff John's idea going "Ah, oh, yeah his name's Jack White <laughs> I said this great idea
0: and really i place i just place all the blame on jeff johns why like i hate that he is in a position of power where nobody can check him yeah he he doesn't have an editor anymore he just gets to do whatever the hell he wants and it's all it's been bad for years
1: no i mean and it's one thing too is like you can say like oh he knows what he's doing with the green lantern characters and it's like If you think so, fair enough. I know I'm in the minority on that one, but he cannot write Batman to save his life. Like his Batman is just terrible. And it has been for ever. Like even when he was writing Green Lantern, his Batman was very bad and it's just consistently just been a poorly written Batman. So real
0: quick, because I was talking to Drew about this at the shop a couple of weeks ago he also agrees that Jeff doesn't write Batman well, but he he said something that I thought was interesting, and that is that in Green Lantern, we, he, Jeff is writing Batman from the perspective of Hal Jordan, and I was like, okay, well then, you know, that that earns a little bit of leeway. Now, I haven't read that, drew speaks highly of his his green lantern stuff i haven't read it but if batman is like out of character or whatever to it to an extent you can forgive a little bit because it's someone's perception of batman and not batman's like internal thoughts
1: so my main problem with that though is like the interactions you can't just be like because it's not like it's a book it's not you know like, you're seeing the actual interactions that Batman is having with Hal Jordan. It's not just like, oh, no, this is Hal remembering this stuff. It's like, no, no, no. Batman's acting this way towards Hal, and it just doesn't work. And then, like, you know, all this other stuff. It's not like Hal's like telling a story, like, and then I sucked Batman and he didn't even see it coming. You know, it's not like, it's not like that. Yeah. So, like, it doesn't It's not Guy. Yeah. And so it's like, it just doesn't work as well that way. And then it's also, one thing I will say that's really neat about that, though, and it's like Jeff Johns might have told the artist to do this, but Batman's drawn all shadows. Like you don't get to see because it's like it's clear he's like a lot of the times the anti- you know antagonist when he's there against Green Lantern. But it's still like it's clear Jeff Johns' favorite character is Hal Jordan. He does not care much for Batman, and he doesn't know what he's doing when he's writing <laughs> Batman. Like it's just it's just so clear that that's how it is. That, you know, it's the same thing like with Barry, like when he writes Barry, it's like he likes Barry, but he shouldn't be writing them all the time because it's just like not enjoyable to read.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah, fair enough. Um. But anyway, coming back to the point. Very frustrating that they gave Joker a name. And really, I mean, does it matter? I guess not because somebody uh you know the next person that writes joker could just write in I was lying to them or something like
1: that. You know what I
0: mean? But or even have someone
1: just call, hey Jack, and he's like, who's Jack? My name's Cletus, you know, whatever. Right.
0: Yeah. Just let these mystery characters remain mystery because
1: that just makes it more fun. Yeah. And then and have a better thought-out plan. If you're gonna be doing this, than what jeff johns does because he like even the three jokers he was just trying to like piggyback off of alan moore and then all he did was ruin alan moore's story yeah (laughs) it's just like wow did you just not understand it because it's not that hard to get
0: that's 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 kind of a theme with dc is taking something alan moore's done and making it worse (laughs) yeah
1: and the worst part is i'm not even an alan moore fanboy and i'm still like i'm hurt for him
0: yeah (laughs) <laughs> also i didn't i don't know who this is apparently there's a singer named jack white he
1: was yeah rather uh, the white
0: stripes and the raconteurs raconteurs i don't know how you say it oh really see yeah. i know the raconteurs but i know like three songs i didn't know that i that know was
1: <laughs> two <laughs> and then he's also like his own, like he also is his own thing too okay but if you're like i don't know the name you know you would be you i wouldn't be like oh you know jack white right well has I, his obviously own albums <laughs> obviously I've, I've heard of white stripes as
0: well but yeah, yeah um i guess he he did like some post or whatever about this too that had some sort of ties to, to he had like mikhail haneen uh like draw him sort of like the joker so it'd be hilarious if like if jeff Johns just thought he was being super clever when really he just knew that this happened and was like, I'm gonna make it Jack White. He's like yeah. a huge uh, white stripes
1: fan or something. <laughs> okay, so I got some uh, some fun news and something interesting. so I don't know who this dude is, but Ludi Lynn is rumored to be in talks to play Amadeus Cho and I like the there was a picture of him in that post that I saw that had the rumor on there and I think he's too old. Like, I think also if you're going to do Amadeus, because they're they're wanting to do it as the Hulk, I think if you're going to do Amadeus, you need to do like a slow build just because if you're trying to introduce like these younger heroes. You need to have Amadeus be just Amadeus first, have him kind of be introduced as what he is, as a super smart kid, does all this nonsense that he can do, have him be a big fan of the Hulk, have him stick up for the Hulk because the Hulk will do s- stupid stuff, you know, and then have him get the powers so that when he does get the powers it means something not just right off the bat oh, i got powers ha, ha ha who am i Oh, you'll find out you know that type of stuff yeah
0: i had to look him up whenever he put that in because i wasn't familiar but uh so he did power rangers and he was Liu kang in the mortal Kombat reboot oh okay
1: i've seen both of those the uh yeah, I mean, he was re- like the, the Liu Kang and that is actually pretty awesome. And honestly, if that since that's that dude, he did a must like a men's health thing on YouTube. He is like. Just super charming and charismatic. Like if you watch that, you're like, I like this guy still too old to be Amadeus. Find him a different role. But
0: <laughs> yes, I, I just looked it up. He's 34, which i agree is a bit old but he he doesn't look 34 at least no
1: he looks like he'd be 24 but still like i think amadez should be like 14 (laughs) to start you know because it's gonna take like 10 years to get enough movies out before he actually you know becomes hulk and bless you jake thanks (laughs) (laughs) just glad i hit the mute button
0: yeah um, okay, my last bit of news, and this is mostly just me being a shop owner that complains about stuff because deep down that's just who I am as a person. <laughs> so uh Action Comics 1050 will be coming out relatively soon. And it's going to have over 25 variants. They know the Marvel way. I know. It's, it's bad enough, like, when when action 1000 came out or like any of these big anniversary anthologies, it's like 10. And even then I'm like, ugh, you know, I'll get like two of each or whatever. Yeah. 25 is absurd. Mm-hmm. I guess I don't know if that means. Orderable variants or if that's like total between store and, and artist exclusives i don't know um but i would think that that would mean orderable variants because pretty much anybody can have an exclusive they just have to pay to have so many copies or whatever whatever um but dude it's just a pain
1: it's such a pain Mm mm-hmm so are they gonna do the two worlds podcast variant for this one too or is was that just a spider-man thing
0: you know i hope they do because i was thinking about it i was like man how cool would it be to have a two worlds podcast one like like the the jerry world's finest you know
1: yeah this would be like the what uh, one those ones when it was first announced that uh john kent was by and his boyfriend was you know pink hair and they had the ones where they're like about to make out that'd be ours <laughs> <so>. <laughs>
0: But we're poorly cosplaying uh, Booster and Beetle. Yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) Dude, everybody everybody listening to this would buy that cover. I know they would. That's the uh, one in 1050 variant. (laughs) 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 Okay, so uh, this is my last bit of news, but Tim Blake Nelson, he's going to return as the leader in Captain America New World Order, which is pretty exciting. I like him a lot. I mean, he still would wouldn't have been my first choice for the to be the leader, but it's neat that they're actually like ac- acknowledging the Incredible Hulk movie since it's been for forever since they've done anything with that movie, and you know it started with She Hulk bringing back Abomination now this so it's pretty cool. Um.
0: So was was that the Edward Norton one? Yes. Okay. Okay. Because I've seen that movie. It's been a very, very long time. Yeah,
1: this would have he played the guy that like, oh, I mean, I knew him also from a brother Martha, which I don't know if you've seen that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. OK. So like, if you remember at the end, like he busts his head on the ground and like he is kind of like, you know, noggin's getting some juice in it and stuff. So it's like it's leading to that. Like he's not my like I said, he's not my first choice to be the leader, but still I like him as an actor and you know i'm glad that he's finally getting to getting to do this right right on then we also got some thunderbolts news i didn't put this in the notes but did you like you see the lineup it's gonna be for thunderbolts they released that and we're also they did a mini thing for your um werewolf by night
0: no do sure
1: Okay, so like the Werewolf by Night thing was is like a mini trailer, almost like a teaser trailer type thing. So you'll just have to watch that. I didn't really watch it because it, but Man Thing's supposed to be in it, is from what I hear. And then I'll I'll pull up the the roster. So people are kind of like peeved at this roster for the uh, Thunderbolts because there's no real like supers on it, but there's Taskmaster. It's gonna be the same Taskmaster from Black Widow, Uh, Yelena. People are going to hate that. Yeah. I mean, me too. Uh, <laughs> uh, the the new Black Widow uh, by Florence Pugh. Um, what? She's pretty. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, Derek Harber's, um, you know, Russian dude. The ghost from uh, Ant Man 2, uh, U.S. agent Bucky, and I think don't recognize black haired girl so black haired yeah. girl yeah in the picture there's a girl with black hair hold on but i think it might be like the head the, the person that's getting the thunderbolts together but i'm not sure but yeah i mean it, people like i like i i think they need to have some other like i don't know i think it'd be fun if red hulk was there even though i know that actor has passed away but they need something a little bit more with a little bit more oomph, if you ask me. Right.
0: I'm trying to find
1: that. Uh... Here, I can just... I'll just send it to you really quick so you can see it. Send it on Instagram. Oh, I'll send you the World by Night guy. And oh, this is dude, just, that's, this is just a that's Julia
0: Louis-Dreyfus. That's she... what I thought. Yeah. Yeah, she... Like a lot of the post credit scenes for the last few things have been her like talking to uh uh you know Black Widow and US Agent and stuff like yeah. that. So yeah, yeah, totally makes sense.
1: All right, and I just saw this too when I was over on this site, so I forgot to say this, but Titan Season 4 will officially release this November on HBO Max, and it's gonna f- uh feature Titus Williver as Lex Luthor. Okay. So I don't know. I don't know anything about him. Oh, and then I also, one last thing. I meant to put this in the notes, but I didn't. Daredevil Charlie Cox was talking about the new Daredevil Born Again. And he's like, it's not going to be a season four of the Netflix. It's going to be a whole new thing. So like, I think it's going to be kind of like, oh yeah, we're going to play fast and loose with the continuity of this, which I think we all kind of knew was going to happen. But, and they're not going to keep as dark of a tone, but I have a feeling a lot of that stuff's, still going to stay happening i think they were just saying like you don't have to watch the the original stuff to enjoy this but it'll probably help that's my guess but what do i know
0: yeah well hopefully it's similar enough because that's what people liked
1: yeah but that is all of my news
0: well then we're going to take our ad break and we'll be back to talk some comics yeah we will be right back all right folks welcome back um casey talked about his godzilla con that he went to over the weekend and he had some pretty fun stories from that so if you would like to hear him talk about that head on over to the youtube channel that's two worlds podcast on youtube and uh, check it out
1: yeah and if you would like us to like show up at a bathroom that you're in and then like awkwardly tell you everything that happened to me at the con just uh venmo us both fifty dollars a piece <laughs> or or buy me a mantango figure and then we'll go from there <laughs>
0: or if you send us the hundred dollars in case he only has to spend an additional fifty dollars he might buy himself a mantango figure
1: maybe but I'd much prefer
0: if you bought it for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. Well, Casey did not get his comics in time this week. So um, we'll just do like a a rapid fire of Casey's stuff from last week and then my stuff from this week. And... Um, yeah,
1: go from there. So, Casey, what books did you read? Okay, so I read *Ranger Unlimited*, *The Death Ranger* number one, *Iron Fist* number five, *The Flash* *Love on the Run*. Uh, there's a annual, and then *Superman War World Apocalypse*, or as some like to call it, *War War War Wolf*. <laughs> <War-wolf, yes. laughs>
0: what about you, buddy? I've got *Sword of Azrael two. Twig number five, new champion of Shazam number two, Dark Knights of Steel, Tales from the Three Kingdoms, Batman 127, Moon Knight 15, and She-Hulk 6.
1: Right on. I think I need to get the I need to tell you to get me that uh new champion of Shazam too. I think I forgot that one too, like a dummy. But oh well, first one was enjoyable. Yeah, but second one okay. was too. Well, spoiler alert <laughs> okay so I'll start with Power Rangers Unlimited the Death Ranger written by Paul Eller and illustrated by Kath Lobo and Anna Kekovsky Chandra and so yeah this is like um, a lady talking to these two kids about this Death Ranger this, this Power Ranger that can you know basically figures out how to bring people back from the dead and then it's like oh yeah turns out One of those kids is a grown... They're both grown up. And one of them is, spoiler alert, dead. And she is just remembering the story of the Death Ranger that brought people back to life and went crazy. And so it's clear she's going to bring the Death Ranger back to bring her friend back to life... Her brother, very unclear, back to life. Um, I really wasn't interested. Like, I was, like, hoping to be into this. Wasn't. It's making me sadder and sadder that I'm, like... Because, like, you know, Peak Power Rangers comics are really good. These other ones are just kind of like a slog to get through.
0: (laughs) Which really sucks, because something titled
1: The Death Ranger should be cool. (laughs) That's exactly where my brain was. I'm like, this will be perfect, because it's the other series. It's Dragon. This one's going to be rad. It's going to be 90s, stupid, like, you know, guitars and skateboards rad nah it's a slog i'm gonna give it a four out of five like or four out of ten not out of five i was like okay well that's high (laughs) yeah it's a slog and i love the slog the whole time (laughs) so our uh oh gosh
0: what were the bullies names are they in it
1: no this so this is all like outer space power ranger stuff like these are none none of the none of the people we've ever known gotcha
0: Okay, Uh, next up is Twig number five. That's written by Scotty Young and art by Kyle Strom. And this was the final issue of this arc. I say this arc because it says Twig will return at the end. So that's exciting stuff. Uh, Because I thought this was just going to be like a one and done miniseries. But yeah, this was really really good you know you'll you'll laugh you'll cry it's just good stuff and the i'd like to also point out the colorist who is jean francois ballou um because the colors are just incredible as well but i think this wrapped up nicely um the character and creature design in this is incredible and I just really like the friendship of, you know, Twig, Splat, and the little rhino guy. It's just fun. It's fun stuff. Yeah. So I liked it a lot. I, I'm i going to give it a 10. And I think this was like a sleeper hit. You know
1: what I mean? I, I yeah. didn't think that this was going to be as good as it was. Yeah, same. I mean, from <laughs> what I've read, it's been fantastic. And I'm not going to lie. I think my favorite character is the little rhino guy. Same. It's like he just stole your heart from that one issue I read. (laughs) Yep. Okay, so next for me is Iron Fist number five by Alyssa Wong and Michael Eag. And you read this too, right? Did you get to this or... Yes, I did. Okay, so you can jump in at any time while while I'm talking about it. But no, it's like you get Iron Fist, the the, new Iron Fist doing a big old fight. You get some Danny Rand in this one. And... You know, it's kind of got the bait and switch with the cover with Loki on the front. And it's like, oh, yeah, he just shows up at the end. Uh, but no, I like this. It's still like, you know, we get Fat Cobra and uh, Bride of Nine Spiders in this and a bunch of fun characters throughout. And some good, like I said, good fight scenes. It's pretty solid. What would you think of it, man?
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't have it in front of me, so I don't remember certain uh, scenes. I just remember liking it a lot. And, you know, I love Loki, so I'm looking forward to what happens there
1: yeah and it's yeah he kind of gets like control of the sword and he's getting more control over you know the, the his dragon powers and stuff and it's cool it's like he's finally like listening to danny which it's like it's still his reason for not listening to danny at the beginning made zero sense to me anyway but yeah i i like it i still don't love it as much as i love like the uh, silk by Alyssa long like she killed that this is like it's solid it doesn't mm-hmm. you know doesn't blow me away at all but i still really i mean I like, it. I like it way more than that other iron fist book that we got so <laughs> i mean fair enough uh for me this will probably be a 7.5 out of 10 though
0: okay so next for me is new champion of shazam number two it's written by josie campbell and art by evan doc shaner and this is cool um She's dealing with her siblings and stuff, and everyone's kind of upset that, uh, you know, just what's going on with like Billy and the Shazam power situation and all that. And Casey's gonna like this because there's like a big, uh, like alligator monster in this issue that looks really cool. So, um, you know, the the bunny is pretty funny still. So. We got a little funny bunny. And (laughs) I like this book. Uh, you know, I I hope that that it just being four issues that it wraps up nicely. But so far it's charming. The art is out of this world, and I like it. So right on. Um, I'm gonna give it like a nine out of ten. Nice.
1: Now the the flash annual, and this is by Jeremy Adams with art by Serge Aguana. Like one, I don't know but it's interesting so basically Wally uh, he gets uh, Linda's book and he decides like she wants him to read it and so he's reading her book and it's like this romance novel that's like very loosely based off of him and her and the Justice League and stuff fighting a villain but it's like they're all different enough and it's kind of kind of lame at times but it's also kind of supposed to be like there's a part where wally's like my wife is a big nerd you know like so like it it's just like this is just a filler issue and it's like it's a good thing it's in the annual like all it really kind of does is like it just establishes more that oh yeah she's got super speed now her and wally are dealing with it and then there's a big reveal at the end did you read this i might i'm gonna spoil it since it's already been out for a little bit okay so she's like there's a type of food that she really wants and he's like you remember when you were pregnant with the twins and you were wanting this food, and then they're like, Are you? And she's like, Am I? And that's how it ends. So, like, there's a chance that we might get more, you know, speedster babies.
0: Just what we needed, more speedsters.
1: Yeah. And if you know Jeff Johns wrote it, she'd have, you know, a miscarriage again. But <laughs> oh boy. Cause yeah, like that, that's what happened. And then so, like that's the funny thing is like when I was at Walden, when I'd get my Walden book comics, I had the issue where she, you know, the miscarriage happened, and then, like all this other stuff happened. And then there was like a part where, like this would have been like years, still Jeff John's run. But like, someone was gonna go try to, I think kill Linda or you know, at like the time that the mis like whenever. actually had the miscarriage happen like I'm gonna kill her this time ha ha ha." you know that type of thing and so then like like oh we gotta stop him and they you know they're running to the past too and it's like Wally and Barry teaming up so it was like that was mind-blowingly cool because Barry wasn't back yet at this point and so then like the next issue just sold out at Walden so I never got to know what happened (laughs) (laughs) and then like it's just like oh I have kids now (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) so to this day you haven't read that i haven't no i mean i have the wally omnibuses so it's probably in there somewhere i just haven't got to it yet i'm gonna say that is a years-long cliffhanger right (laughs) i mean i know what happens like she has her kids (laughs) right okay so really quick that's another that's another seven out of ten because it's like i guess it's perfectly filler right
0: uh so i've got dark knights of steel tales from the three kingdoms i was worried because i have been complaining about anthology books of late but this one was pretty solid i think the the first two are written by tom taylor um and then one uh one's written, or drawn by casper wingard and um that one's okay it's just sort of it deals with like the arkham orphans which is essentially batman's rogues gallery and then like how bruce gets the robins to work for him um so that was pretty cool and then Oh no the second one's written by Jay Kristoff with art by Sean Izaksky Izaksi uh and that one's pretty neat it's funny because it's about Harley taking Clark like down into the uh to the city for like their Halloween festival so he's like dressed up differently and she's like here put on these glasses and that's like his disguise she's like no one's ever gonna know that it's you but she's still dressed as harley so it's like i mean if anyone's got a brain they can kind of put two and two together there uh and then bruce comes with them and of course he just puts on like a back cowl it's like dude come on like you guys aren't really fooling anybody um but it was solid that that was the one about uh about Bruce getting the robins the third one uh was was my favorite of the three but man i got to make fun of bruce this one was written by cs packet packet with art by michelle bandini um so we get this really cool bane
1: it's like if Bane and uh Guts from Berserk. Oh no, nice. I've I've seen that online a few times, yeah. It's incredible.
0: Um, but essentially he was like like the Waynes were in control of the kingdom, and then they died, and then the L's become the king and queen. So he's like a Wayne loyalist. And uh you know, approaches Bruce and is like, hey, I can train you to take care of anyone with powers. Um, like, you'll be able, you'll be unstoppable. And so there's a big montage of Bane training Bruce. And, uh, you know, Bane tells him about the magic, the venom that, that keeps him alive and stuff like that. And he's like, okay, your training's complete. We're going to go kill the L's and put you back in power the way it should be. And Bruce is like, yeah, okay, sounds good. So they get there. And uh, Bane pulls out like this really cool mace and is ready to go. And of course, Bruce is a little twat and cuts like the, you know, the tubes where the venom is and renders Bane useless. And he's like, you know, Mr. And Mrs. L, Bane was going to unseat you. And I, I caught him and stopped him and they take him off to the dungeon and it's just like okay i get that that kind of serves a story but how freaking cool would it have been if this badass knight bane raises bruce and they unseat the king and queen like that's cool stuff in my opinion but the way bruce handled it he's just such a little shit you know what i mean it's like oh way to rat him out you nerd (laughs) But the art was amazing. And overall, I really liked that, uh, this book. I Because it's been a while since Dark Knights of Steel has come out.
1: It's been, um, while it's been a while Dark Nights, <laughs> since Dark Knights of Steel has been out. Doesn't
0: really work there. <laughs> it, it didn't. <laughs> um, so it was just cool to be back in that world. So I will give it an eight.
1: But I will give Bruce Wayne a three. <laughs> okay so my last book and this is another one that i'm sure you'll be able to jump in on and that's superman war war wolf apocalypse by uh, philip kennedy johnson with art by brandon Peterson, will conrad max rayner and miguel mendoka and so yeah this is the final issue of all the action comic goodie. we get superman fighting mongol and then like them just kind of like figuring out their way of beating them And they beat him and I have like a few gripes here and there, but all all in all, I really liked it. Um, I just didn't like the, like, I don't like the fact that my uncle died. Like, I think like this whole thing is like, oh yeah, I'm not going to their level. I'm not doing this. And then like he beats them and the other guy just like, he's dead. I got him. You know, it's like, they should have just imprisoned him or something. You know, I get that the other dude's like kind of a douche and that's the reasoning behind it. But no, I just think they should have kept him alive. I think that would have done more for, like it would have worked better for the story. But that's like my main gripe with this. What'd you think though, when you read it?
0: Yeah, I don't disagree with you. Um, Because like, yeah, a new Mongol can just take the title and be Mongol, but it's like, clearly Superman this whole time has been trying to send a message. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, it was still very good overall the war world's war wolf stuff amazing
1: yeah no it's been great i'd probably give the whole thing probably a nine out of ten it's been it's been, it's good. <laughs> God, it's it's been any chance it's, we get it's been very good this whole time there's been, it's been like enough minor gripes that it would take it down a point you know yeah what about that one issue though uh I'd probably say eight point five. There's too many jumping around of the artist too. Like just think of how much better this series would have been if it would have been all one consecutive artist. Ricardo
0: Federici.
1: Yeah. All know. throughout. It would have just it would have been a lot better collective. It would have just been like, ah, let's just let him, you know, do it bi-monthly or whatever instead. And I think it would have worked out a lot better.
0: Agreed. Okay. Batman 127. It's written by Chip Zdarsky and art by Jorge Jimenez. I don't want to say anything too much because Casey wants to read this. It was okay. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for Chip to ramp it up. Uh, The failsafe stuff is just whatever. I will say this. There's references made to Tower of Babel, and there's some really good, like Superman moments. Those are the strong parts of this. Really, really like that. The stuff where, like, the whole family is talking about how they just can't possibly stop fail safe is like, come on. You guys have fought harder than this. Yeah. So that's what bugs me. Um, i'm like like 7.5 art's amazing as always Mm -hmm. but uh you know if it weren't for the like the superman bits i'd be pretty low on this one
1: which superman is it is it john or clark clark okay well we're gonna have to come up with a way of like superman jr or superman or uh like we'll do a (laughs) superman classic or superman uh light (laughs) i know dude i i don't
0: Like I get, they wanted John to take over as Superman. I wish they had called him Superboy, though. I really, and I know there's a few of them too. Yeah. Like at least it would make this less confusing.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, they they just need to come up with a the name game for it, which is like we're complaining about it. But like, how many dang? There's how many Spider-Man? There's how many? You know um captain marvels there's how many all the other characters so it's like i I guess it's not that big of a deal (laughs) it's not
0: but i mean we can say the same for all of them where it's like give them different names too
1: like you know
0: spider gwen is unique but she goes by ghost spider now which is a cool name anybody should think that the title ghost spider is cool
1: but it's like i think that's harder to be like oh yeah ghost spider i know who this is she was there uh, were spider Gwen. it's like no i actually do know who spider Gwen is you know yeah. but 100 percent, you're not buying like you don't buy that book based on the name you buy it because the costume is one of the coolest costumes yeah it is
0: <laughs> okay i've got two more next is moon knight um it's written by jed uh, mckay with art by alessandro capuccio It's really good. Um, He's just talking with his therapist about how his new work-life balance with his other two personalities is going. And then we get a little bit of background on these two new bad guys that he's eventually going to fight. Um, But man, I just don't care about these two bad guys. I mean, dude, that is saber-tooth huh right yeah like it's not saber-tooth but that's saber-tooth yeah
1: so it's like why did they why did
0: they draw it like that um but anyway i like it it's good character moments as always i just you know have have little complaints here and there still really liked it gonna give it an 8.5 out of 10
1: oh i'm sorry now i have two more oh okay uh, next is She-Hulk. Before, it wasn't a two more.
0: <sighs> As I was saying, <laughs> She-Hulk number six. <laughs> it's written by Rainbow Rowell with art by Luca Moresca. And this is cool. We get some Patsy Walker. We get some Nightcrawler. And I mean... we we get some interesting moments with jack of hearts at the end i'll say that uh good stuff all around i love this book i am going to give it a 10
1: nice that's that's one that's going to be a sleeper hit for the uh, comic book of the year i think because i think like it's spur you know for the most part been tens and nines for us yes it is
0: the pick of the week
1: Dang, My final twi- book, Twig, sitting over there crying.
0: Well, dude, this next <laughs> one could have been too. This oh, is okay. sort of
1: azrael number two.
0: There were some good books this week. Yeah. Um, and this one is written by Dan Waters with art by Nicola. Oh gosh, I wrote it down last time, and now I don't remember how I said it. Says Meszja. It's Polish. I'm sorry. But anyway, it's cool. We get more, uh, we get a little tussle between Azrael and uh, Vengeance, is her name, right? Bane's quote unquote daughter. Yep. Um, We get more of uh, John Paul talking to his creepy true angel self inside of his mind. And then uh, we find out that Vengeance is working with the Templars. Azrael uh, the title is the poor fellow even though she's just this badass lady with cool armor and a halberd and they kidnap that lady that came to his monastery and killed all the monks last issue and uh, and leave John Paul by himself while he's meditating so it was really cool. I like all aspects of this book. I like that vengeance is a thing outside of the Joker, and it like kind of makes sense. And I'm just glad that Azrael's back, and it's well done. So this one is also going to get a ten from me.
1: Right on. Yeah, I, I got an Azrael question for you. Uh, have they mentioned other Azrael at all? Nope. All right. I think his well, name is Michael yeah um, i knew it was michael something but i was like the main the name that keeps popping in my head when i say michael i know it's not michael phelps so i'm like i know <laughs> it's not that <laughs> it's it's michael lane oh okay which i loved that series when it was I, coming out too I, so, I know you did so that's why i was like so it'd be neat if they brought that back into the fold and who knows they might yeah but you know what would you what, what are you excited for this coming week man
0: so it's hard not to say batgirls um and I know I'm being kind of basic, but also Immortal Red Sonia is coming out. And that's been one of my faves. And then for the third one, I'm going to say Midnight Suns because Magic's on the team. And I am a little slut for Magic.
1: So. I know. <laughs> both Both the character and yes. card tricks. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that if you're like maybe I want 10% off these comics, learn a really good card trick and it might work. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, for me, I'm going to go Batman versus Robin. That should be pretty, pretty neat. I'm like, I'm kind of on the fence. I love Mark Wade. I know he's writing it, but it's like Joshua Williamson was doing a lot of the setup for the Robin related stuff. So I'm like, I'm a little worried the tone's going to be different from that to this. You know, that's like, I'm like I said, I'm on the fence. Like I, I have enough faith in Mark Wade That's going to be good. It's just, I'm worried about tone basically. And then of course do a power bomb. If diamond gives it to you <laughs> and then yes. Godzilla versus my more power Rangers. Cause you know, <laughs> obviously.
0: I think that's the final issue of it too
1: yeah should be should be neat that that's one thing i'm going to mention really quick in the news it's kind of funny so legendary and the it's deal with warner brothers for distribution is about to come to an end apparently and it's like warner brothers is still like bidding with you know other ones but now they're like they got sony in on the distribution now and paramount and paramount's kind of the one that's leading and it's like if paramount gets it That would be so much better than Warner Brothers having it. Because like, oh, guys, guess what? Paramount also has Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. (laughs) Like, how cool would that be? It would be insanely (laughs) cool. (laughs) So like, you know, it'd be pretty sweet. I'd be pretty hyped for that. But uh, yeah, so now it's Fantastic Four time, man. And two weeks ago, you had said to me, about a tweet that had philip Kenney johnson and grant morrison you're like the two great two of the greatest writers for you know superman ever and so my thought was like you know if we were like setting up this new dc universe and we could put different comic book creators because like i'm gonna mine's not gonna be just writers but different comic book creators into these like into like kind of like think tank groups to help you know they're not gonna be the ones making the scripts but they're gonna be the ones that like kind of like help focus it and help me, you know, punch it up and all that stuff to make it like more comic book accurate and make it just better for the, you know, general audience. Also, who would you have to be your four creators? Sure.
0: This one took essentially no thought. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure that a lot of them can be guessed, but I will say Dan Jurgens, clearly uh, one of the most influential on Superman. I'm going to say Mark Wade. Uh, you know, he gets the character. He's written Superman a lot. Clearly, loves Superman. And I'll, you know, I'll say Birthright is probably a top five Superman comic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I have to say Grant Morrison and Phil Kennedy Johnson because I truly believe that they're the two
1: best to have ever written Superman. Okay, so for mine, I'm not including Grant since Grant is kind of done with mainstream stuff. So I'm going to just X him out. Uh, Dan was on my list also, and Mark was on mine. So those two are staying. I'm also going to add in Frank Quietly because I think his art is like, that's the kind of style that I would want for a Superman. Movie. Like, we've done the dark and gritty just let's let's go a little bit lighter you know we get we get the frank quietly stuff and just to be different i'm also throwing in ron mars ron mars is one of those guys like creators where it's like maybe i don't like his story but nine times out of ten the way he writes his characters i'm more than happy with i think he usually kills it and he does Superman really well so you know i i was like i need to at least get two different than jake not just one right (laughs) And, I, and I'm happy with all your choices too. So next week we'll we'll probably do Wonder Woman or Batman. We'll just keep keep it up until we get the whole <laughs> whole league done. Right.
0: Okay. Well, I think that is the end of the episode. So closing plugs. If you would, please go to Facebook.com slash True Worlds Podcast and give the page a like. You can also follow us on Twitter at two underscore worlds, underscore PC and on Instagram at two worlds pod. You can email us at two worlds podcast at gmail.com. And if you would please subscribe to our YouTube channel, that's two worlds podcast on YouTube.
1: Leave us a comment down below about, you know, what, Ever character that you're like or whatever writer or creator that you're like you know i really want them to take over superman maybe you're like i want jeff johns to really just give us superman movie stuff because he worked so well at the movie verse last time he was there he didn't do anything that made people <laughs> mad let's get him <laughs> back in it
0: all right well guys you know we'd love to stay in chat but uh We have to start strong and end terribly. So we'll see you next time. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.